You wanna go ahead and talk? Mm-hmm. Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. No. Do it. No. Do it. <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. The WordBros.com. This week on Word Bros, we are talking to Ed Bickford. He is the co-creator and artist on the webcomic uh, American Chop Suey. There you go. That's I, why I'm here. I, I got a little caught up on the, do I want to say GoComics.com first? Do I want to say American Chop Suey? It's American Chop Suey on GoComics.com. He is a wonderful cat. He's a really nice dude, and uh, we're happy to have him on. Very true. He's like, a, I would even go so far as to say he's like a super fan. Like, he listens to the episodes. And, he's and like, then he comments on them. Yeah. Like, he's like one of the only persons that ever says anything. Yeah. So he, he, he's very excited about the podcast. So that's Not even awesome. my mom listens to this podcast, but I, we got Ed, and that's all that matters. <laughs> I, don't, I would feel weird if your mom listened to the podcast with us cursing as much as well, we Well, she used to listen to the radio show. So, I mean, like, she's not. But you didn't curse on the radio show. It's true. It's true. Um, I would feel weird. I'd be like, Mrs. France, I'm so sorry. For my potty mouth, I'm such a fucking asshole. Oh, damn. Uh, well, again. she's, I mean, she's not. I mean, where do you think I learned it from, Kevin? Um, but yeah, so. I thought you learned it from watching too much TV. Nah, I learned it from all, I heard this basically from everywhere, but whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, so cool stuff. We're excited to talk to Ed. He's a good dude. And, uh, and yeah, so there you go. Here he is. Here he, there he is. All right. And I need to get your comic up because I favor it on that website. Sweet. Well, I mean, you know, you need it, re- you need readers, right? Oh yeah, but uh, dude, <laughs> our first day we get like we get like between eighty and hundred likes. That's cool. And, well, it's cool, but after that, every day now we post it, we get like maybe eight to ten. Ah, uh, yes. You guys don't even go and read it. You know, the people that liked it before. I'm like, yeah. you guys were just like, click, click, click. But it's a good thing that Go, uh, Go Comics already has an audience built in. Yeah. Because Calvin and Hobbes has like 315,000 subscriptions. Well, you're getting there. <laughs> yeah, one at a time. Yeah, you know, one at a time. No, that's uh, eight at a time. It's eight at a time. Yeah. Besides, I mean, this, is, this thing's only been going on now for, what, a month? It's the Dick Van Dyke. It's going on. It's a little over a month, yeah. Yeah, so I wouldn't worry too much about it. Uh, today we're talking to Ed Bickford. He is the artist of the. I gotta say, this thing is beautifully drawn. It looks amazing. Of the uh, American Chop Suey, you can find that on GoComics.com. Just go to GoComics.com and search American Chop Suey, 
and you'll see it there. You've been posting this thing for about a month. And I mean, Ed, the artwork is just, it's beautiful. I mean, it's It's beautiful. It's phenomenal. Oh, thank you. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Okay. I couldn't, I was like, we were just choosing to ignore you, Kevin. That's all. We were just oh, talking. I was wondering. I, I felt a bit like I felt a bit like Ed McMahon for a second. No, we were just talking about Ed and how great his. Uh, I mean, his his art his is great. Is. Now, Ed, do you paint all those panels? Yes, they're all hand painted. Uh, I started using a little bit of acrylic because um, I'm I'm actually painting it on smooth Bristol. Not actually, not even watercolor paper, just because uh, the ink goes on the smooth Bristol a lot easier than it does on the watercolor paper, and uh, and it's you're not supposed to paint. <laughs> you're not supposed to be able to paint watercolor on a smooth Bristol, but I do. Oh, okay. So, well, well, how do you do that? Are are you like some kind of magic man or something? Nah, I just think I'm weird. That's all. <laughs> have, you been, have you been cursed by like the dark arts of uh, comic <laughs> making or something? Yeah, I have. <laughs> Now, I've done a, I'm doing a whole do, uh, new different things with this comic than I usually have because I, I had another comic before this, which was a, the Birdlander, which was a black and white one. Which looks which great, by the way. I love that. One's great that. Yeah. Oh, guys, and that's still I think that's still online. But we got we got a I don't know if I can say anything about it. we have a publisher to make it into a graphic novel. There, oh, I think that's I can, cool. That's awesome. Now, who's who's the publisher? <laughs> I don't know if I can say or not. Um, I'll beep it out. And you know what? That's a comic house. I don't. I don't think they'll mind. I think that'll be good publicity for them because they're over in Great Britain. Okay. Uh, oh, great. Pete, uh, Pete Jean Pool is the guy that runs it. It's uh, and uh, it's amazing. It's pretty That's good. Awesome. Uh, well, I said. I said I'd beep it out, and I'm a man of my word, so I'll beep all that part out so nobody will hear it. But that's no, awesome. Don't I don't Congrats. think. Yeah. So uh, when? <laughs> so when is that going to come out? Do you have a date for that? I don't know. I think I have to go through some pages and fix a few things, like because okay. because uh, I think. At one point, I had to, I, I scanned the pages, and I think I couldn't make it to work because I used my work scanner. I had to go to, like, Kinko's. Ah, and yes. They scanned them for me, and they didn't scan dark enough, you know? So some of the pages are kind of light, and I need to just need to fix the, the, the levels, the, the, the black and white and grays a little bit on a couple pages, I believe. And that's awesome. I, so, like, so, so you are living the webcomic dream. You had a webcomic for a long time. Now, how long did you do The Birdlander? I want to say we did it between a year and a half to two years, I think. Wow. wow. Okay. So you did that. And how, how many times a week did you update that bad boy? Uh, twice. Wow. So you twice did. Wow. And like, and you didn't get paid for that. No. Wow. Oh, wow. What is it? One, what, 125, 127 pages, I think. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, I think so. And so, and you just did that for a labor of love out of comics. Or, or you love the story. One of the two. Um, yeah, a little bit, but both. But sometimes it's uh, the labor of love. You, do. we really didn't have a buffer, so a lot of times I'm doing the page the night before, and give it to Aaron to letter because Aaron Aaron was the writer in the letter. Okay. But uh, oh, that's interesting. Only were it only took me four hours to do from from uh, pencils to inks. Okay, that was going to be my next question: was were are, were you writing all this too, or 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 did you have a writer working with you? I had um, I, Aaron uh, Walther is my writer. I work with Aaron a lot. He, uh, I think I've worked with him for, I think he's also the writer for American Chop Suey as well. Oh, sweet. Yeah. And, uh, and also our, our spinoff from the Birdlander, which is the Troubleshooters, which is also uh, published by um, Comic House as well. It's Damn, a, it's son. An anthology. You can't hide money, baby. You can't hide it. You can't hide <laughs> that money. Just stack it. Just stack it. <laughs> 
does nothing like that at all. That's awesome, though. But I mean, like, like, begging, like, please, please. That's cute, cute, though, that you have, like, a good, like, you and Aaron clearly have a a good working relationship together. I mean, you've got a graphic coming out. You've got your webcomic here on Go Comics. You've got the spinoff. You're like, it's like all in the family and the Jeffersons over there. You've got all kinds of things going on. We, uh, we, monetarily, we haven't really been blessed, but, um, publishing wise, I think, I mean, I think we've been pretty blessed because I mean, everything, I think everything we submitted so far has been published and I'm not trying to sound bragging. I'm just like, you know what, what, Ed, that hurt right there. That hurt. That hurt. (laughs) That that was a gut punch to the word bros. You you basically, you basically came out and and challenged us to a Kung Fu duel. (laughs) That cut, that cut me deep, bro. I think, I think I just, uh. Like you ever see Pirates of the Caribbean when that little gold coin hits the water, does that boom? Yeah. Yeah. I'm never going to get anything published ever again now after saying that. Hey, but you know what? You are a thrice published uh, uh, comic uh, uh, creator, so that's pretty rad. That's awesome. Uh, It's pretty awesome. And um, I also had my really first big publish in December. I had uh, some uh, fan art for the the book Spread put out by Image. Nice. Oh, that's Justin Jordan, Kyle Stram's book, right? Yes, and oh, I, that's I, great. I had, a, I had a fan art. I I did. I was I didn't even want. I was intentionally trying to get in the book, and I was like, I just read the book. I read like I read all twenty three issues in like two days. I binge that's read awesome. Them. Oh my god, it was so good. And then I was like, oh, so I did some art during my art lunch, my my lunch art, and I uh, and I put it online. He's like, send that to me. And I'm like, okay, and he put it in the book. So I'm like, I got my first image published. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> You can't hide money, babe. You can't. You can't hide it. You just, I mean, you're just big pimping over there. That's awesome. You got the real deal American chop suey. Yeah, dude. I mean, and, and if we're going to be honest, it couldn't happen to a nicer guy because Ed is one of the nicest dudes that I've had the privilege of interacting with in comics. Just always very positive, very friendly, very upbeat. So it's nice to see things happening uh, for dudes like that. So congratulations, friend. Oh, thanks, man. I mean, uh, you guys got some good stuff on the uh, works there, too. Nah, we're trying. Oh, I like that uh, metal shark. That looks pretty awesome, guys. Uh, <laughs> well, if, thank you, you. if you dig uh, uh, heavy metal music and Satan, it's right up your alley. So. Well. <laughs> but it's, but it's, all, it's, it's all tongue-in-cheek, Ed. It's all tongue-in-cheek. Nah, it's, it's one of those ideas where you're like, damn, that's fucking cool. I wish I would have thought of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, you're right. I mean, I'm glad we did. <laughs> it's coming along slowly but surely. Now, enough about us. Let's talk about American Chop Suey. Now, what is this, what is this webcomic about? about? Yeah. It is about a, there's a, it's a rabbit. It's, they're all anthropomorphic characters. Love it. I'm in. That's all you got to say. <laughs> okay, I, I'm, out. Right. I'm out. First I'm out right now. <laughs> <laughs> I did that right my first try. I usually stumble like anthropomorphic. Anyway, it's a it's a rabbit, and he's making the great trek across the Great Plains of North Dakota, and he's a master of origami. Okay. And on his way, and he's and he's traveling across the Great Plains of uh, North Dakota to go see uh, Princess Snowpea, who's like the she's like a, she's like the Martha Stewart of the story. She's like a uh, she's like a scrapbooking master, and he wants to learn how to do scrapbooking. So he's on his way to there. Kind of like, it's almost like kind of like Kung Fu. Remember the old TV show? Kung yeah, Fu? Yeah, yeah. He's like Kane then, the, the rabbit. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And um, in the first part of the story, on his way there, he meets these little uh, prairie dog ninja scouts. 
and they are trying to raise enough money to join um, Dark Miso's pyramid, evil pyramid marketing scheme. <laughs> and by doing so, they have a bake sale. So they started. Um, so they're trying to strong arm anybody that tries to have to goes past their bake sale out the middle of nowhere to buy their cookies. Okay. And uh, just uh, it starts from that crazy concept, and it just goes off the deep end and gets even crazier. That sounds really fun. It is a lot of fun. We got some really good comments. I mean, I'm actually really happy because at first it was seemed like it was really slow because you know no one knew it was coming out, and uh, it started. And we've had. I mean, it's it may not be a big deal to some people, but we get comments every day on it, and I'm like, I'm really happy about that because I've I've tried. I've had uh, I've had some stuff on like uh, very mint comics, which is a, it's like verymintcomics.com, and I had the original eight pages on Chop Chop Sue on there that I did. And also another one called Snowbob, and I hardly got any comments at all. And I just got, because I was writing it and doing the art and promoting it and doing everything for it, and I got burnt out fast. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, and then, like, a year later, when someone goes, hey, that, what happened to that Snowbob comic? I love that thing. And I'm like, well, you should have told me. You don't have any comments. I was like, I thought it was, you know. You were just only- Firing it off into the world and nobody was saying anything. Yeah, I was just shooting that radio signal into space, just hoping that uh, aliens would see it or hear it or something. You know? It's so weird how how comment and Twitter liked and Instagram followed this business makes you feel like you can post something and be so proud of the work you've put in and you put it online and you put it on Twitter and you put it on Facebook and you put it out into the world and nobody cares. And like, I've tried explaining this to my wife, like sometimes it's just so soul crushing and just, oh man, I can't get 10 people to like this on Twitter. I can't get anybody to like retweet this thing. Oh, what am I doing all this for? And it's weird because you, you just feel like you're doing this work in a vacuum sometimes. Yeah. It's, it's just like a regular job. You want to have you just want to have a few attaboys. You know, you just need an attaboy to keep you kid to keep you going and working hard. Just one attaboy will take you a long way. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't have to be comics. It could be any job that you know. So if you're anyone out there is listening, that's a boss. An attaboy will take you. Keep, you may not be able to give them a raise, but you can give them an attaboy, and that will that will keep them working hard. You know, and knowing they're appreciated. Yeah, totally. But but I gotta tell you, I can only hear so many attaboys. Like eventually, there's got to be some. Uh, some cash yeah. behind that praise, baby. Because out of boys, they're going to pay my bills. And oh, yeah. I'm not saying I'm not going to turn any money down. So people want to start paying. <laughs> I mean, you could do a separate American Chop Suey on Patreon. I, mean, that's... I haven't figured out how to do that because I've, I've been talking to Aaron. What I'd like to do, and I'm mulling around, is I'd like to do like a, maybe a three or four panel just a three-panel or four-panel strip. Just a short thing of the ninjas doing stuff. Mm-hmm. But we haven't figured that out. I mean, I also want to get a bigger buffer because right now I, uh, with the with the holidays and that, I wanted to have, we wanted to have 40 pages before we published, but we ah. only had like 15. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a lot. Yeah. You know, it just, it's all right. Well, we still have buffer, and I just finished a page last night, so we're, we're, I think we're about two or three weeks ahead. See, if you listened to the episode last week, we were talking about... We were talking about webcomics. We were talking about (laughs) webcomics and how you need that buffer. And this is a prime example of that. Like, you need to have a few pages. I mean, you know, at least, I would say, at least 10 in the can before you get going because, I mean, you can burn through those 10 pages quick. I mean, that's 
that's only two months of updates. And that's only updating once a week. Right. We're doing it two, twice a week, so. Woo! You're not, that's, working that's hard happened, on that. Yeah, that's what happened with Birdlander, though, is we, we didn't have a buffer at all. And so I'm like, you know, trying to get it done. <laughs> we got it done. <laughs> well, that means that you're working pretty fast, though. And, and, uh, and a com- in a comic art world, you're, you're moving pretty fast, then. I, 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 I'm, uh, I am pretty fast. But, uh, <laughs> He's like, I'm modest, too. <laughs> no, I, I am modest, but I am a fast drawer. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm good. <laughs> no, you but, are. Those, no, you're great. Those pages you do are beautiful, man. Like, they oh, are you. each panel that you post for American Chop Suey and even for the Birdlander. The Birdlander's in black and white, so you don't really get, a, a, like, a super feel of it. There's a lot of, like like tones and stuff like that. But when you post those American Chop Suey pages in color and you're painting all of them, I mean, each one is like a little individual work of art. It's pretty impressive. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, after we, after we did, we're not done with the troubleshooters yet. I think I have 18 more pages of the troubleshooters to do. But I told Aaron, I was like, that's it. I'm, not, I'm, I'm, a, guy, I'm a color guy. I'm a painter. I mean, I got an illustration degree. And I'm like, I don't. I was like, I'm not doing any more black and white stuff because I can make things do things with color that you can't do black and white because I can mm-hmm. push things back and forth, you know, push and pull and make things more important with color than, than you can with just some lines and some gray tones and stuff. And I got to tell you, I love all your church drawings as well. Like you, when you oh, just, thanks. you draw and <laughs> you, I mean, the pastor's going to be mad because you ain't paying attention to what he's saying because you're just busy. You're like an eight-year-old. You're just drawing the whole time he's talking, but they look amazing. No, uh, he, he, he knows I do that. I sit in the third row. <laughs> that's your see, kids. That's the trick. If you sit really close, they won't think you're doing anything bad. <laughs> yeah. And for those of you that don't know, Ed also posts every day lunchtime art that he does on yeah. break. And most of the time, that stuff's really killer too. Like one day, he did like all these orcs and like D and D looking characters, and it was like, whoa, that's amazing. And then the next day, it was like a sci-fi day. He was drawing guys with the bubble helmets and stuff. Oh, and, yeah, and that was great. So uh, you guys should check Ed out on on the lunchtime art and and look at his Twitter feed and check out what he's doing with all that stuff because not only is the American Chop Suey awesome. He's got the Birdlander and, and other stuff going on that you guys should see. And if I want to and if I want to follow you on Twitter and stuff, how do I go about doing that? Uh, let's see here. Uh, I think my Twitter is uh, Twitter. Uh, I was I was looking at Instagram. Darn it! Uh, well, tell see. us that too. Give it give it all to give it. Us. Give it all. Well, my Instagram is uh, Edwin B Bickford the third, but Whoa. there's underscores between them. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah. I was because I was trying to because there was other Ed Bickfords when I googled you know Ed Bickford is like some old guy that's like a CPA and and some other bunch of other old guys I mean I guess I look old too <laughs> but they're all like CPAs and they got real jobs and not artists and stuff and I was like well maybe I should do Edwin Bickford and then there's some guy in San Jose that's actually an artist named you know Ed, Edwin Bickford and he's like and so I was like I'm just gonna do the full the full name and it it also sounds pretentious and it, it makes does. me laugh. It does. It sounds really good. Dude, I can be- I can beat that. There is a Bob France, um, because that that is my name. There is a Bob France in radio, and I used to be in radio as well. There's a Bob France in Cleveland. I live in Cincinnati. Who is the host of like a Rush Limbaugh kind of Sean Hannity style? right-wing conservative talk show and sometimes on twitter i get tweets like way to go today sticking up for the 
the rights to so and so. And I'm like, you got the wrong guy, man. Like, you know, like wait, you, you clearly did not research this. <laughs> I've got you guys both beat, and I had to post this on Facebook recently. I recently got a message asking if I was Kevin Cuff, the guy who masturbated next to a lady, uh, harassing, sexually harassing a lady on a train in the Bronx. Oh, wow. Okay. And I was like, there's not that many Kevin Cuffs, so it's kind of weird. And it's usually a Cuffy with two E's or, or a C-U-F-F with no E at all. And this guy has the exact same name, but looks nothing like me. And then there's a video of him online, and he's like, on wow. the train. That's a bummer. And, and I'm like, and he looks nothing like me. Uh, he's a black gentleman who wears glasses, and I'm like, well, how did we get these confused? That's just the name. So somebody was like, hey, you're not that Kevin Cuff, the one that was uh, on the train in the Bronx. And then they wrote, you know. And Close I was, enough. No, I, I don't know. Let me let me Google what you're talking about. So I did it, and I was like, oh, God, no, I'm not that guy. <laughs> it could be, like, be worse. Be like, I'd rather no, be a CPA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, no, but we do enjoy the same pastimes. <laughs> Okay, uh, I found it. Um, <laughs> it's just, I think it's just Ed Winbickford on Twitter. Okay. And, man, this is like like when you ask, what's your, remember back in the day in the 90s, like, so what's your phone number? You're like, um, I don't know because I don't ever call myself, so I don't know what my phone number is. <laughs> I think I'm just Ed Bickford on Facebook. All right, we'll find you. We'll post some links so people can find it because they should really like your stuff and see it because, I mean, it is. It's, it's a nice little breath of sunshine to see all your great artwork that you post on a daily basis. Okay. I really dig it. I'm going to hit him with some AOL now. See, Ed, Ed Bickford, ASL. <laughs> I don't have AOL. I do have edbickford.com, but I'm trying to figure out how to make it more updated. And It's just too much. There's so much stuff to... Yes. I tried the Crowdfire, like you said, Kevin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it would. But instead of posting the picture when I did it, it would post a link. And nobody wants to click on links to look at art. So I'm actually doing... Um, like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and I put it on LinkedIn, and uh, so I post the actually post pictures on there rather than links because nobody likes I don't know what I don't like clicking on links, so I figured no one else wants to click on a link. I hear right. that. And I love you guys' podcast. Um, it's almost like I feel like Bill Murray and Scrooge though, because I'll hear I'll hear I'll hear you guys ask a question. Bob will be like, "Who is who, you know the guy? What was that one movie that one guy was saying?" And I'm sitting there screaming like. It's this. It's the, it's the SS Minnow. The SS Minnow, Bob. <laughs> That's all. I, and Ed, I had Ed has uh, has has constantly messaged me and said, "Dude, your podcast. The podcast is great. I love listening to you guys. You guys have the, one of the most fun podcasts ever." So I said, "You have to come on eventually." And he was like, "Really?" And I was like, "Yes, <laughs> yes. We love your art." And he was like. Wow, I'd love to. We'll have to find the time to do that. And we finally found the time. And, and here we are. And I, I'm glad that you listened because <laughs> it's you and four other people in, in in Idaho or something. All right. Well, at least you got somebody in Kansas City listening to it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and now are you now are you a Royals fan? Oh, here we go. Uh, I'm not. I'm not much. I mean, I'm not much of a sports fan as I used to be. Okay. I'm a huge, I used to, I'm a huge, I mean, I like football. I usually tell people I like football, but I love hockey. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Flyers, Philadelphia Flyers fan. Interesting. Okay, that's cool. I hate the Rangers. Oh my God, I hate the New York Rangers. That's good. But, um, 
But we have the Chiefs here, and I like them when they're winning. <laughs> but a lot of times, I just, I just don't understand how some big teams just can't win all the time, you know, or they're just where the ownership won't spend the money to bring the you know, names to, to get the win. Yes, yes. That feels like sometimes, you know, the Kansas City teams don't – they really don't spend – they don't open that checkbook up and do it because what, what do they care if they're selling seats out? You know, there's no sense of actually trying to try to win the big game. Sometimes. Yeah, here, but you guys did win the World Series over my beloved New York oh. Mets a couple of years ago, so you got that. Man, that, was a, that was awesome. That was a real fun time to be yeah, in Kansas sure, City. Sure was. It, was. it was crazy. I mean, the whole town, they, um, they had the parade. And I worked. I didn't. I didn't get to go to the parade, but I worked. And uh, they said that people were parking in the medians at I seventy. They had to shut everything down. That's awesome. They said, they said it looked like the Walking Dead on the interstate going into town. <laughs> it was just cars abandoned in the in the on the sides and in the medians and stuff. I was like, wow, that's really I, cool. Three or four hundred thousand people, and they weren't. They weren't maybe. They were maybe expecting like a hundred thousand. Oh and wow. Three or four hundred thousand people showed up for the parade. It was ridiculous. That's really great. It, yeah. Well, well, you're just salting Bobby's wounds now because you're like, yeah, the Royals just kicked their asses. And they did. I, I, I watched every second of that World Series. It was heartbreaking. I, I, think, I, I, I think I taunted him about it, too. I, di- I died inside. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. A, a part of me died uh, in 2015. That was a very sad time for me. But whatever. You know. I think I got a shut up text. I think that's what Yeah, I was, getting, I was getting a lot of guff from a lot of people. A surprising people were just coming out of the woodworks. But, I mean, your words all hurt. And, uh, and again... <laughs> Part of me died, but either way, that's 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 neither here nor there. I'm just glad they won it because they, they they were so close. 2014. They were, they were, they were. And then just to come back and do it again, I was like, oh, that was really good. And now I'm like, all right, the Chiefs need to start doing it because, geez. <laughs> well, I mean, they got they started out really strong, and then they kind of fell apart. Those Kansas City Chiefs. I don't. It seemed like uh, once the once the Steelers beat them, it seemed like they stole their soul, you know, and they just kind of <laughs> like they couldn't win a game, you know, for five games or something. I don't know yeah. what the deal was. And then they blew that playoff game too. I mean, the worst team in the playoffs. I mean, Dude, it was it was it was just like their season. Like, yeah. and all of a sudden, <laughs> but uh, I see you guys also talk about hockey. I mean, uh, wrestling a lot on here too. Yeah, we do. We big do wrestlers, well. wrestling fans. I go through phases with the wrestling. Sometimes I watch it more than others. I uh, uh, I started back up. I watch Raw mostly, and I and then now SmackDown's on Tuesdays. Okay, I like there's some. They got some new characters. The women's wrestling is amazing now. I've heard. Or it was, I thought it was kind of, it was still kind of hokey, but now I think there's some matches. Some nights there's some matches where the women matches are blow the guys' matches away. They're just so good. Now, who is your, who's your favorite, like, who's your favorite worker in, uh, in WWE at this moment then? Worker? I think that Alexa Bliss is kind of cute. I think she's really cool. Okay. And she play, plays a good heel. I love Braun Strowman. Oh my gosh, he's so that fun. dude's huge. He is ginormous, isn't he? And uh, he just—I <laughs> um, don't know. There's, I think, I think Braun. I like Nia Jax too for some reason. I, I really, really, really like her. Okay. I don't, when I was growing up, I didn't like the bad guys. I liked the good guys. Uh-huh. Lately, that I'm older, I'm like, I kind of like the bad guys a little bit more now. You know? <laughs> I always like the bad guys, even now. Yeah, but I also like like seeing behind the scenes to see, and I also like this with movies too. When you get someone who plays bad, to see how they really are in real life. When you interview them and they see, you know, like, like they're like the sweet, sweetest person in real life, but in front of the camera, they're like the most 
most vicious heel ever, you know? And then in real life, you're like, well, they, they, saved, they saved a whole bunch of puppies out of a tree or something, you know, <laughs> something crazy like that. You're like, wow. That's, that's the really interesting part about wrestling because the ultimate good guy of all time, Hulk Hogan, is a total, sh- like, shit heel scumbag. So oh it's, really, it's really the, weird that way, right? <laughs> yeah, all the stuff that came out about him. I recently, know. It's like, wow. Yeah, you would you'd have never known that in the '80s because you thought like he was saying talk, talking about taking your prayers and uh, saying your prayers and taking your vitamins and all, all that. that jazz. It was all an act. It was all a work. That guy was an actual total scumbag. Total scumbag. Hulkamania. Total scumbag. But Rick Flair, Rick Flair seems like a class act in real life. So. Yeah, he drinks too much, from what I heard. He likes yeah. to he likes to party. He likes the nightlife. I mean, he's a womanizer. He's a womanizer that's for sure. I yeah, guess he, right. He's definitely living it. Like, he lives that whole nature boy persona. Like, that's his whole being. That's his whole thing. I am yeah. saying, I am, I am looking forward to WrestleMania because I, I want to watch AJ Styles and uh, Shinsuke Nakamura have at it because... Well, that's your dude, though. Hard style guy. Yeah, the, the, king of, the king of strong style because they yeah. re- they, they, they've wrestled before in Japan and I've seen those matches uh, and okay. they're just amazing matches like i'm talking 60 minutes of just non-stop just brutal nice. it's it's super fun to watch so i'm really I like nakamura he's, he's a really good flavor to add to this i think they brought him in and a couple other new guys that i like aska i think she's amazing yeah she's like, great too i can't stop i just like I, it's like i can't stop watching her wrestle just the way she i don't know it's her body language or whatever she does in the ring that's different than all the other girls i'm just like what is she doing? What is she doing different? And it's just amazing because, you know, I'm a people watcher. I like watching people. Yeah. And I'm just like, man. And I mean, wrestling's got to be fun to watch too for an artist because like you can see the different like styles of bodies and how they kind of interact with each other, you know, with the fighting and things that nature. That's, that's got to make it pretty fun to watch. It's, it's, it's basically a live action comic book. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, that's got, true. Got, if you got, think about yeah. it, it is. That's Everyone's why comic book people like wrestling. Right. It's got you got they're all muscle bound. They got spandex on, and they're all beating the crap out of each other. And then they'll be back next. Stay tuned. Next issue. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you got factions, and you got friends, and you got you know, the good guys turn to bad guys, and the bad guys turn to good guys, just like in a comic book. So yeah. it never it's a lot ends. Of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I enjoy it. That's cool, it's man. So, like, uh, American Chop Suey, now, how did you hook up with uh, Go Comics? Because, I mean, you're living, like, you're living the dream here. Because, I mean, a lot of people that have web comics, they just post it on their personal website or whatever. But, I mean, this thing, I mean, you go to gocomics.com, I mean, there's Kathy Comics, there's Calvin and Hobbes. There's all kinds of stuff on here, man. Like, this is real. I mean, if I want to read, like, uh, I mean, like, like, Peanuts. Peanuts is on here. Yep. Wow. Um, we, uh, I was at Planet Comic Con last year, and they had a huge, big display of Go, uh, for Go Comics for, like, Foxtrot, and um, I, I think the guy from Foxtrot was there. I can't remember who the, there were some other art, other cartoonists there for their comic strip as well. And so, I had some of these little, uh, my little ninja, I make these little ninja prints, the ninjas doing different things. And I made some, and I had some that were, like, they were irregulars, because when I printed them out, I accidentally made them, like, uh, like a four by five and a half instead of four by six. Mm-hmm. So I didn't, I was like, well, I just felt bad. I didn't want to sell them for the regular price as a four by six. If they were, if there was something wrong with them. 
So actually, I took them, and we, I went over, and Aaron followed me. He's back up. <laughs> kind of like when you go to ask a girl, I was like, dude, just stay there. Just don't, you know, don't listen to what I say. Just, just stand there. <laughs> very very uh, high school, right? Oh, so we went over there, and I had some stickers, and I just had like a couple of prints of those, and I dropped them off and talked to the girl there. And she said, you want to give these to the editor? So I was like, oh, yeah, sure. And then I was like, and then I, I was actually one of the first times when I dropped them off. I completely forgot about it. You know, I'm like, ah, they're, they're, we dropped them off. We're probably never, ever going to hear from them. And a week later, the senior editor emailed me and goes, these are awesome. What would you like to do with them? And I was Holy like, smokes. I was like, All right, I'll eat her back after I, after I catch my breath. <laughs> and, uh, so, she asked if you want to do a comic strip or more of a graphic novel. And it, it's more of a, it's more of a, it's a, it's actually a graphic novel, but it's, but the way it's set up, it looks like a comic strip and we have right. gags that floats on each page. So it does read in like a comic strip. And, uh, I've had this idea for, oh, man, maybe I want to say maybe 2004 or five. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I've had it and I've, I've done, I've done a, I've done, this is the third time I've done the, started it from the beginning and started to, to do it. I, I think the last time I had, I think usually I always get the 10 pages and then I was like, someone would happen and I, I'd stop or whatever. But now we're, I think we're the first, the first act one has like 42 pages. Okay. But I would always get to the point where I'm like, well, I can do this or I can do this or I can do this or this or this. And I would never know what to do. And I was just having a hard time because I was, I mean, I wrote the, the first few pages and I was like, I need a writer. And so I just, I was like, I'm going to ask Aaron, since me and Aaron and I work really well together, and he's always wanted to do comedy. So I was like, this is what I have, and this is what I need. I need you to, and so he, he picked it up, and we uh, drove, we were going to a one-day con that day, we were talking about it, and on the way there, he helped fix, like, three problems I had with three characters I, was, I didn't like, and we figured out on some more jokes and some more storyline and everything, so it was just like, it was a perfect fit. And so... It's awesome to have Aaron on board writing that because we do a we do a team thing now where he just kind of loosely I get like a loose script, and so I can do all the you know I, I follow I follow the story because he gets the you know the structure of the story because he gives me, and then I can follow that and then add all the Easter eggs and all the visual gags and stuff, and then he go back he go, goes back through because he's our letter and then he and then he can do all the the um the dialogue jokes and other dialogue that, that's needed and we can adjust on the on the fly that's awesome that's awesome yeah it's that's a, a, it works out really good and i don't know why more people don't do that with their um with their with the writing and, and uh, drawing but i guess i guess a lot of I don't, a writer a lot of writers starting to do uh their own lettering too now or what yes yeah, it tends to be it tends to be a trend right now where where a lot of people are doing their own lettering or or hand lettering is seeming to come back in. I've noticed a lot of comics are like oh hand lettered by, and I'm like wow that's crazy because that takes yeah, forever, doesn't it? Yeah, I don't think I want to be hand lettering anything. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds it sounds like a chore. It sounds like you know something it, you'd have to do as punishment. Does um, because what I'm what I'm doing differently this time on the comic book pages is I'm actually I'm cutting like I'll, I'll lay out the lay out the page. And I, bought, I went out and got a paper cutter, and I'm cutting it in little smaller strips so it's easier to draw on than try to draw an 11 by 17 piece of paper. Right. So I got smaller pieces of paper to draw the, the draw on, and also um, so my wife said it's, that's, 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 that's a neat way to trick your um, ADHD. <laughs> because, because this way, I, I just have to fill up maybe, uh, let's see, maybe 11, a 5 by 11 sheet of paper with, okay. with two panels. 
and then I, I can sit there and I can draw on them until they're done and not sit there and just when you pull back and see the other, you know, uh, 10 inches, 10, 10 by uh, f- 10 by 5 or whatever. No, not that 10 by 5, but like, let's see, 11 by, 11 by, 11 by 5. So mm-hmm. maybe 11 by 10. So an 11 by 10 white space that you haven't drawn yet and it's getting 11 o'clock at night or whatever, you know. And it's just a lot easier to, to cut them up in the smaller panels. And then I just put them together in a InDesign, which is a layout program for, from Adobe. And I, it's a lot easier. That's cool. That's a neat it, way to work. It is. And also, we've all, we already replaced one panel because it was one of the original things I wrote. It didn't flow well. And Aaron's like, hey, can you just, put, can you just make Tofu, which is our, the origami master, can you make him doing this instead of replace this panel? And all I had to do was just draw it on a separate you know, piece of paper really quick, paint it up. And then scan it, and we just slapped it in, and it, it looks. I mean, you can't even tell. You can't even oh. tell that it's a different piece of paper. That's awesome. Now, now there's something I see in your art. So I was going to ask you: Is is Bill Watterson from Calvin and Hobbes one of your influences? Because I see a lot of that in your American Chop Suey work. It feels like it doesn't feel like you're like copying him or anything, but I feel like that's an influence. Is that an influence? Um, maybe I don't know. I, I get that a lot. I mean, I haven't really read that much Calvin Hobbes except for now that we're on Go Comics. I read Calvin Hobbes all the time again. Because it's <laughs> there. <laughs> but uh, but uh, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe subconsciously, I just I mean, it's not like intentional. But right. yeah. But I I kind of wanted to have the kind of peanuts. I also got peanuts sometimes. People compare it to that as well. Yeah. Peanuts. Dude, I still I still read peanuts. Like when I oh, saw. Yeah. Because when I when I liked you, because I, I got to tell you, I'm new with with web comics. It's not really ever been my thing. So when you started posting stuff, I was like, I'll check this out. I like Ed. He's a friend. I'll check it out. And then I liked your thing, and I read your panel, and I was like, Oh my gosh, they have peanuts up here! And then I'll just, <laughs> I mean, I'll just hang out and spend 15 minutes reading peanuts comics. You know, it's awesome. Oh yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, it's a pretty cool thing. If you would have told me two years ago that I wouldn't be drawing floppies, I'd be drawing. Uh, I'd be drawing and my comic would be this on the same thing as Peanuts and Calvin and Hobbes, I'd be like, you're full of shit. (laughs) (laughs) It was just just a a spontaneous thing to take it it over there, you know, it's over to go comics. And then once we dropped it off, I'm like, you know what? I was like, with these little ninja guys, I was like, I think this is a perfect fit. So then we just, and I forgot about it. And then a week later, which I was funny, because I was like, who's this, who's this person here? I don't know who this is. And I read the email, like, oh, that's awesome. Like, so, if, so if you are interested in web comics, I mean, dude, I'm, they, they have Dick Tracy comics up here for Pete's. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, wow. they have everything. I mean, it's really neat. I mean, this is, this is like real deal syndication stuff. It's really interesting. It's really fun. And like, you can Actually, go there and you can read <laughs> everything. It's cool. We are syndicated. So a newspaper yeah. actually pick up Chop Suey and put them in the newspaper if they want. Oh, really? really? Yes. Wow. That's awesome! Look, look at you, look. You can't hide money. I mean, that's that's great though, man. That's so cool. He's styling and profiling. Well, because I mean, like, oh, yeah. even because I mean, for a lot of people our age, I mean, I, and I think we're kind of contemporaries. Before I ever started reading like Marvel and DC comics, I read the, the Sunday, Sunday news strips. Sunday, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah like I was so happy when I was like seven, I could draw Snoopy, and I was like, "This is amazing!" Oh, yeah. You know, remember, so like, remember the Phantom. Yeah, and you're excited to see the Phantom. You're like, oh yeah. <laughs> the, 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 I mean, Prince Valiant was a good one. I mean, oh yeah. I you I can still read 
Doonesbury. Doonesbury, Far. I can still enjoy Far Side. The Far Side was yeah. great. Yeah. yeah, it's still yeah, Far Side. You know, I like Funky Winkerbean. Remember that funky, one? Yep, Funky yeah. Winkerbean. All that stuff, man. It's it's that. Those are a lot of people's first. Yeah, the Family Circus comics. Yeah. Oh yes, I know yeah. some people hate that, but I love Family Circus. One of my favorite all those maps with the with the feet going everywhere. It would be yeah, crazy. where it was like where Billy went, was like, "Here, Billy, take this jar of mayonnaise to Dad or something," and it'd show him walk out the house and walk around the tree three times, and he goes and does swings and all that stuff, and he yeah. finally shows like five hours later where his dad's by the barbecue grill or whatever, you know. Yeah, I love those. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. But, well, uh, I'm really happy for you, man. I think this is awesome. Um, you can go, you can go to gocomics.com, search American Chop Suey, and you can check it out, dude. It's really great. I think you. Uh, I like web comics because you don't have to worry about spending money for print. All you have to do is get you know you just collaborate with yeah. the with the writer and artist, and that way you, you both have both basically time committed instead of money, and it doesn't t- cost much to get it online. And you can develop your audience there rather than spending some money. I'm not a big fan of Kickstarter. I think because uh, uh, a lot of people are printing like thousands of copies of their like issue one, and I'm like, no one's gonna. You're never gonna sell a thousand copies of your book. I'm sorry, not to yeah, be me, but no, idealistically, you'll never sell a thousand copies. I, I don't even know if Sean Gordon Murphy could sell a thousand copies of his book, and that's exaggerating because he probably could. But just as ex- you know, as an example, because right. I made. I made 200 copies of one book and I, five years later, I finally sold them all. <laughs> yeah. 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 I know. I know. But I mean, a lot of the times it's just, you know, you print more because it's cheaper. If you print 30 books, it's super expensive. If you print, you know, 230, I mean, it's, it, it's, you know, they, that's how they get you. It's cost, cost effective. What we, what we did, Aaron and I, what we, cause we, we wanted the Birdlander to be a graphic novel, but we wanted had to have floppies just for cons, just get people interested in them. Right. So we we just did small runs, like maybe between twenty to fifty copies. Yes. And you, you have to have initial capital just to, to print those off, which is maybe about maybe two three hundred dollars or whatever. But after that, all the money you make off selling those books, we'd say we take all that money and put it back into the next print for the next issue to have at the cons. So it just kind of. It rolls over. Yeah, yeah, it does. I think it's a lot easier than doing thousands of copies. No, I agree. I agree. That's one of the things that we talked about when uh, we were doing the Elvis Adventures, which is the first thing we worked on together. Bobby and I were talking about how many copies to print. Two hundred and fifty-one, because that's the price point. And that's what we did. That's when the price goes down at two hundred and fifty-one. And you know what? It took two years, but we sold all two hundred and fifty-one of them. But how'd, how'd, you, how'd, you, how'd you work that? Did it work pretty good for you, though? You think it worked better than buying a thousand copies? And yes, yes. Having, a, having like a, one of those big tractor trailer trucks show up with a pallet jack and a <laughs> pallet, pallet of books. Yeah, this, this came through, um, uh, you know, I hit the price point. They came through our local place, and then they did a great job. So I was happy with my 200. Nice. 251, because like I said, you get a price break at that, at that so, number. So what are you guys working on now? Uh, I we're not. I don't think we're doing actual books this year. I think this year we're gonna try to do some pitches. Pitches. This year we're um, doing pitches. Yeah, this year we're gonna do like five and seven page pitches to see what happens. See if we can get any of that Ed Luck and just send stuff out and people be like, "This is great." There you and go. We're hoping for that. Yeah. So that's a uh, that's what we're doing with with Metal Shark, and we have another project we're working on with Tony that we talked about. Uh, yeah. So we've got a couple. Metal Shark. 
looks awesome. It, it's it's a great concept. I can I can definitely see that being picked up by somebody easily. Hopefully, <laughs> let let's. <laughs> now, now, now you're now you're jinxing us. Yes. <laughs> Just jinx yourself, bro. <laughs> yeah, right. Damn it, Ed. Way to go. Way to go, jerk. Yeah, thanks. But, but yeah, man. You can find Ed on Twitter. I just looked it up for him. It's it's it's, <laughs> it's at Edwin Bickford. There you go. That's a good one. And and I I always tell people to follow him on on Follow Fridays. So yes, because his artwork is great, and you can see it for yourself. And he's a super great guy, as you yeah, can. He see. really is. He really is. Go. It's a uh, gocomics.com, and you can just search American Chop Suey, and it is there. And you can really enjoy your <laughs> enjoy yourself. And, and he is the and he is the number one ninja scout. So that means that he has bought into the evil pyramid scheme of Miso. It's true. I have. It's true. It's true. It's true. <laughs> well, thanks for being with us, Ed. Yeah, and and I gotta tell you, I love your comics dungeon that you have. That is a Midwest basement if I've ever seen one. <laughs> you that, like that? That is the epitome of Midwestern basements, right there. Look at that thing. Look at that. Look at my art store. I have a, basically have an art store. I don't know if you can see the brushes and all yeah. the paint and yeah. that. And I, I, my favorite part of the Midwestern basement is the unforgiving the steel beam that runs across. The- <laughs> I love the couch. The yes. couch looks like it looks like people used to play D anD D around that couch, and then he's like, you know, I I just really need a place to sit after I do this art, you know. Mm-hmm. It's in front of the PlayStation, and the, there's a TV in here. It's it's a real studio here. Like a- Look at that. We got a tour. Look at that. That's oh, a basement. Wow. That is a Midwestern basement. And I love it. It's a, it's a room that's under our garage, so hopefully the roof never collapses because I'll have cars on top of me. That well, would hurt yeah, that would be a, that would be a bummer and a, and a terrible end to your comic book career. <laughs> it, would be a, it would be a very comic book ending for a creator. Uh, it'd be like a brush hanging out with a hand underneath the car. Very Shakespearean, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Well, awesome, man. Thank you for coming on. We really appreciate it. Uh, best of luck to you. We will pump, pump, pump your gocomics.com stuff. It's wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. We're really happy for you, man. You, you are truly one of the nice guys in this business. Well, thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate of course. it. Of course. You're a great dude. Thank you for being here. She didn't hit the right button. Yes, that was Ed Bickford. Ed is wonderful, <laughs> fantastic. He's doing American Chop Suey right now on uh, GoComics.com. Check that out. It's a web comic. It's very cool, and uh, Ed's just wonderful. And the artwork is—I mean, I don't want to make it sound like we were jocking that dude. We, we're, we're, it's not that we're just saying it because it's he's on the podcast. It's—he's it, painting this stuff, yeah. guys. He's, he he's, paints. He paints every panel, and and it looks amazing like the colors really pop his painting really looks great um the characters look really great it's it's just a great all-around concept and book and also his other book looks really great too totally different style yeah like he's got one with anthropomorphic animals and one sort of like post-apocalyptic uh nightmare world with dinosaurs called the birdlander so yeah it's really good he's a very and, talented guy that's more blacks and grays like so yeah. when you see it there's no color to it it looks great though it's completely i mean he last year he showed me a scene of uh someone jumping something with a motorcycle on that and it yeah, was, yeah yeah it looked amazing it was a great 
illustration of that panel like his his perspective was on everything was just on like it's a good he's a good dude and a great artist so. i agree i agree and it was nice to have him on finally too because he's been um he's been a listener and he's a nice cat and so and he's a super talented artist so. and super supportive always of the podcast and anything that we post that we're doing he's always super supportive so we wanted to give back to ed i agree i agree i agree well, as always, guys, thanks for listening to us. Yeah, man, and uh, we will talk to you next week. Thank you for paying attention to the things going on on the Word Bros corner of the internet, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. You're listening to the Word Bros Podcast, thewordbros.com. <laughs>